I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. Where it go? Where it go? Okay, welcome back to Cooling Out Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Got Sal here. Kev. And uh, if you'll notice, there's a familiar voice that's missing. Yeah, uh, we had to let him go. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't make the cut. Yeah, he wouldn't fit the future for us, so uh, we're moving in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, we talked about it. We had a lot of conversations, a lot of talks, and you know, after a lot of tears. Yeah. We just came to terms that Ro just didn't fit. He didn't cut it, no. But it was an amicable breakup, and we wish him the best in his future endeavors. Yeah, I think he even moved to to Mexico. Yeah, Cancun, yeah. (laughs) Hope you don't drink the water. And don't drink liquor over there. I heard it's a lot (laughs) potent. (laughs) Nah, but yeah, he went away. Yeah, in all seriousness, yeah. Rel is somewhere probably inebriated on a beach. (laughs) (laughs) Staring at the sky right now, just yeah, chilling. Just chilling, yeah. He's on vacation, but uh, we're holding it down. Yeah, we, we came back another week. Uh, how was your week, Kev? Week's been... Uh, like the it's weather? It's been tiring. I started going back to the gym again, and I've been up every morning at like 5. Really? How long has it been I'm, since you've been back? I went the week before last, but then I went on like a mini vacation. I took like a four-day weekend. Uh-huh. And then I was going to go back last Wednesday, and I was just like, ah, I'll start again new on Monday. <laughs> I hate those when you want to go back, but you're like, I'll wait a little bit. Yeah, so I did that, but it's been good. I've been going every day, but today was the hardest. You hurt your, your leg, My right? quad. Your quad. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to risk anything, so I just I was out for like ten weeks, and then I went back, and then I t- mm-hmm. took a whole week off, and now I'm back again. back again. And then I'm about to take like four days off, so I'm trying to get five in this week because Memorial Day weekend coming up. Uh, Unhealthy. Yeah. I'm not going to the gym this week. <laughs> I I don't think I'm gonna find a gym <laughs> where I'm I'm going out of town. I don't think I'm gonna find a gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna have time for a gym. I always wonder, like, because the people that work at the gym. Yeah, they know they have to know all the faces that come there, and they sort of know when you haven't been back in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, I feel like they prejudge you when you come back. Like, I, oh, I gotta live with it. Hey, I, I know. At least you're going. Yeah, at least you're going. Not like these people who start going now yeah. to get ready for the summer. As long as you go, as long That's as you true. go. But yeah, my week's just been time. Been up at five. 
and work week it's like eight to nine hours maybe a little longer sometimes and i'm home mm-hmm. just gotta get ready for the next day i'm trying to like do videos for the pod and stuff so mm-hmm. just been i'm looking forward to this vacation i know this is i can't wait either but aside from that i can't can't complain really mm-hmm. it's good to build good habits so Hey, if you wake up at 5 a.m., I think that's the best. Yeah. You get yeah. an early start to the day. Yeah. But then when you get home, you go to sleep at like 10 or? Last night I was in bed at like 9.30. It fluctuates. Like if there's a game on, uh, yeah. like once the finals start, I'm just going to have to like stay caffeined <laughs> up. <laughs> I know. I saw that. It was like 9 o'clock. I was like. Uh, oh, no, no, no. no wa- I haven't watched any Warriors games to date. On the weekdays. On the weekdays. It's in, haven't lost the game. I haven't missed the thing yet. <laughs> I'll the be up to like East, 11, 30, 12 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, <laughs> I saw the, that's the schedule for next week when the finals start. Game one. I pray hard and drink coffee. I don't know how we're going to do it. Yeah. These Western games are killing us. At least a little earlier, like seven. Does it start at seven? The finals usually, yeah, going to be at nine. Sometimes eight thirty. 30. Probably a Sunday. Damn. But, you know. Whatever. It's still going to be a good game. Yeah. They played today, too, right? Game five. Game five. Yeah. They need to go. Yeah, by the time you you guys hear this, Memorial Day weekend, it would have passed. Yeah, you already know it's going to be Warriors versus Cavs. Cavs, yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. How was your week? It's been really gloomy. Like, it's just this weather. Last week, it was so nice. And now it's like. Yeah. It feels just dead. Like. I feel like I'm in Seattle or yeah, Portland. That's a good point. It's <laughs> bipolar as weather. That's a great point. It's just the fog. It's like it's emotional almost. Like what's going on with New York? Damn, I just noticed. Yeah, the sun has not been out. Of, I haven't even. <laughs> I saw like, like I like to bike, so I bike at least five miles a day now. Yeah, and oh, that's nice. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Tuesday where the sun came out for like five minutes. So I got all my shit together to go. Yeah. Um, and then I bring my bike down, it starts raining. Damn. And I was just like, I, I really want to just ride in the rain. Yeah. But it's just, I was just like, no, this is, like, I understand New York, it's fine. I'm thinking about out. getting one. Biking is a, it is a stress reliever. Yeah, I want to find a really nice, is. affordable, maybe used bike for like <laughs> max 200. Just take one of those city bikes. Just take There's not a, not one dock, dock parked close enough to my house. I would have been signed up. That mm-hmm. would have been easy. But no, there's not one parked dock close enough to my house. I'll, I'll hit you up with one of my homeboys. He knows how to steal them. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> He's joking, people. He's joking. Nah, I have a meaning. I know you asked about <laughs> it. Uh, I have to send you the link for that. See, I bought my bike for like three something. And like the bike stores, I didn't even know they hook them up for you. Like, you bring them. I had, I brought my bike in a box to the bike shop. Oh, they'll install them for you? Because I was on Amazon, sure. but once I saw assemble when you come home, I'm like, come yeah, on. Yeah, it comes like a TV. I'm like doing my brain, not my hands. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't for me, dog. But they do have the option where they make it for you. Don't they? Don't? Or? And they ship it like that? I just need to ship them ready and I'll pay whatever. <laughs> Maybe I think I'm millennialed so. out. Outside. <laughs> I'm a lazy ass. My mother, I'm a millennialed out. Nah, man. we not made to make bikes. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the same thing. I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to make this damn bike? Luckily, I pushed the bike like three box blocks down, and all bike shops, I think they assemble them, so you should be good. All right. Hopefully. <laughs> but uh, aside from the weather, how's your week been? Uh 
work is pretty stressful. Restaurants are getting pretty busy now, especially mm. it's a, the weather yeah. is, is uh, getting better, <laughs> quote unquote. To some, yeah. So uh, <laughs> collecting this money is it's it's getting it's getting harder, but it's it's fun. It makes the I work like nine ten hours. It makes it go by. I get to look forward to coming out on the podcast, write my notes instead of doing work. Yeah. Uh, this week has been really interesting because I've been thinking a lot about leftovers. Okay. Uh, shout out to Ed. He couldn't be here to talk about it with yeah. us. He'll be back real soon, though. I hope so. Am I in the frame if I lean back like this? Or should I? <laughs> with, you want me to? <laughs> no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. No, but uh, we have a couple of topics, but uh, there's this show called The the Leftovers. On HBO. That's one of the best shows on television. Uh, what's this? Jonathan? Jonathan? Abram. No, 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 no. Damon Lindelof. Lindelof. Who's associated with Lost. Mm-hmm. What, <laughs> what else is I he I forgot done? what else. He's, his name is to some, some other projects. I mean, Lost is good enough. Yeah. I take Lost. But if you're a Lost fan... This show is 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 it doesn't really talk about the um the uh, the mission behind it, but basically people disappeared on a certain day, and um it's dealing with how people are affected by this. Yeah, this there was week. a sudden departure on October fourteenth, mm-hmm. and I think it was two percent of the world's population. And the first season was how the people of Mapleton, New York, reacted to this, how they dealt with it, mm-hmm. which included many spoilers coming up. So if you don't watch <laughs> the show, I would like fast forward like 15 to 20 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, which included what? A lot of chain smoking, self-medicating, sex. cults, a lot of sex. <laughs> yes. A lot of emotionless sex, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of darkness, a lot of darkness. Um, I think even like one of... And I think what's interesting about the show is that they don't tell you how these people disappear. Nope. You have no idea where they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you keep thinking you're going to figure it out. Like, my girlfriend tried to watch the first season with me, and she's like, I don't understand the show. And I'm like, but this is the purpose of it. You're supposed to... Yeah. Le- you're not supposed to learn what what happened. You're supposed to learn about what's happening as the show progresses with that main idea. Like, that idea is still focused like it's still the main part of the show, and I think it's hard for shows to really have one mission or one like I don't know how to explain it. Like one idea that it stays continuous throughout each season, each episode. Mm-hmm. Some shows like like Empire. I have I know that. you have it, but for those who watch <laughs> Empire, it's like season one is the dude, the father is is take trying to take over. Season two is like now the the father can't take over; he's going to jail. But this show is like each episode has to do with the departure. Yeah, how did season one wrap up? Uh, he moved. They moved. Oh yeah, That's yeah. He thing. got what? Yeah, season one. Yeah, it's just all about reacting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main character's name is Kevin. Season one is just all, like you said, them coping with departure. Uh, eventually, through that season, you learn where they were, the things they've lost, mm-hmm. how these main characters are coping. Season two, they move from Mapleton, New Jersey, to New York to Miracle, Texas, is it? Yeah, Miracle. Yeah, I think it's in Texas. Yeah. And that starts a different plot mm-hmm. where Kevin is now like being haunted by. <laughs> His mage is for by a, a dead woman. Then he killed her, right? Yes, and like, and not in the tradition. And I would definitely, 
employee to watch the show. I don't. Yeah, it gets religious at times too. Yeah, like if you if you read the Bible, there's a lot of episodes that have to do with scripture, which I didn't even know. I had to like reread episodes. Like what? Like you said, you had thoughts. So, what are some of your thoughts? Like, what did you um, you want to discuss specifically? Well, my question, one of my questions was, what do you think makes this show stand out as opposed to all the other shows that we're seeing on TV? Westworld, Game of Thrones, uh, Insecure Atlanta. Like, what is your opinion on this show that makes it different from all these other shows that are out there? The way they could portray, like, darkness and gloominess, but in a way that's still compelling and not, like, completely overbearing Mm -hmm. like in this previous episode (laughs) kevin's ex-wife probably may or may not have committed like suicide (laughs) but like you get it if you follow the arc of her story Mm -hmm. and then just the way the the story's written the risks they take the different theme musics the way the seasons start Mm -hmm. hundreds of years in the past but then it correlates with the future the way the characters have developed the chances they take, mm-hmm. like when you look at some of the things they did last season with the way they flirt with the supernatural, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That score too, like once that, dear, dear, like, it's powerful and it just, I don't know, it just, I identify with it. Yeah. I really like that too, yeah. Who's your favorite character? Probably Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I kind of like uh, his ex-wife, but I haven't Lori? seen this. Lori, but I haven't seen this episode yet. Why did I you saw... tell me that when I was I saying? don't care. I'm oh. going to watch it, but I read up on it. I oh, didn't see okay. it because I was at work, but um, I saw how it has to do, like, they're going to try to explain the guilty remnant, yeah. which is basically these group of uh, these people who don't speak. They just uh, annoy the fuck out of you. <laughs> and smoke cigarettes. Chain yeah. smoke chain smoke and like you don't know what the hell they're doing and what's going on they wear all white and you're trying to figure out why is it that these uh this cult exists and i think with this episode you get more of an idea i'm assuming on what the cult is you get no they're to this point they've explained like what why they're there why the cult you get um why she joined like what compelled her what prompted her Mm mm-hmm to join the group like you kind of do but you get the moments before and the things she was doing or tries to do and then what she ultimately why she ultimately decides mm-hmm. like before you've gotten her motivations but now you see actions mm-hmm. like before she joins before she jo- so yeah like back before. when she was a therapist so before even the first episode no is it the first episode i forgot how the first the very first episode started at this point Oh, that's true. We got to touch back on that. I really do. But I uh, think it's the portrait, but I'm not sure. Yeah, because all I remember is everyone disappearing and everyone screaming and cars yeah. crashing and then it pans out to the sky and that's it. Yeah. There's so much. And then um, I like her a lot, especially with what she's been doing now. Like she like you don't really you don't really get an idea of who she is, because I think the first half of season one, she's still quiet. Yeah. And you try to realize, like, okay, like, I, what I like about television is I put, like, we spoke about last week, you put yourself in that character's position. You always uh, reflect yourself onto the person mm-hmm. they're watching. So it's like, how would I feel if, you know, I'm witnessing all these people disappear, but yet my family is still here? 
And it's like, you sort of realize, and she's a therapist at the same time. So it's like, she's getting all these emotions in and it's causing her to feel almost the same way as her patients. Yeah. And you start to realize like those feelings are being projected onto her too. So she's feeling lost without even losing anything. And then as the season progresses, you realize like she speaks and in this season, she seems happy as hell, especially as you do with a black guy. Yeah. And you just kind of get a sense of who she was before this whole uh, mess happened, I think. I think she's one of my favorites. Um, but I'm sort of treading because her, what's the priest's name? Matt. Matt. He's sort of becoming not a favorite, but I like his character. I like where it's going. I don't yeah, like. He's up there too for me. Yeah. I, I don't like him, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of what he, the idea of him. Like the last episode was, uh, I think it was this ep- the episode before this one when he's trying to meet with Kevin because he thinks Kevin is Jesus. Yeah. And he gets on a boat. And long story short, he's trying to, he finds out that God is on this boat, the actual God is on this boat. And he's trying to get this person to say he's not God. And it's like this religious person, the person on the show who's the most religious, finds out that someone is portraying themselves as God and he's treating them as if they're a criminal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I was just (laughs) like, they really took, this person who's religious and put God in front of him and he doesn't even believe that he's G, like he's he's oh, God. Ties him up to a chair and And the, the there's this like he's sitting next to a lion. Yeah. A cage lion. <laughs> That's why I love this show. If somebody's listening to this, they're like, yo, what the fuck? If I you haven't watched You gotta watch the show. Like if you ever have time, it may be like confusing. that eats eats God. <laughs> Air quotation, eats God at the end. It's just, it's like, it it talks a lot about things I don't see on TV anymore. Like, one of my favorite shows is, and we talked about it before, Insecure. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of, it's real life. Like, it's sort of like um, dealing with an independent black woman who's working in the, who has, who's working in a a field where it's predominantly white and they're trying to figure out the black culture. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I can't wait for that. That comes back in July. Mm Mm-hmm. And Along with Thrones, but continue. I got to watch Thrones, too. This is the last season, right? One more. Uh, with a season shortened, seven episodes. Only seven? Mm-hmm. And then the next one is supposed to be the same amount? I think six. Damn. They really... Tr- they yeah, they're getting <laughs> they, right to it. They really are. Well, I heard that the author's dying, so they need to hurry up with this. Now, they mapped out. They did? I forgot before. I think it was before season four. They like met with him. And mapped out that like a three four hour lunch I think, and they mapped out all the that like the end game for these specific characters. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's up to them how they get there. But he's they know their endings. What's I forgot their names. I'm seeing it their names in the credits right now mm-hmm. with the two writers. Yeah. Ah, uh, so they know what's going they on. They know then. the end game. Yeah. Oh, so okay. it's on them how to get there. I haven't seen the last season yet. Wow. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen the last oh. season, so I'm waiting. Like, I think the last episode I seen, for all those people who haven't watched it, I'm sorry. Wow. You were really late, but it was when um this chick, uh, not J- Jamie's sister. Cersei? Cersei, she comes back. 
Like she starts becoming, I think she becomes queen again. How does she become queen? The one of the episodes I remember was they make her walk through naked. Shame. <laughs> and then um, she gets, bless you, she comes back and she's like, we have to get, um, she wants to basically get that, those group of people, the cult that's mm-hmm. in it. She wants to get them back. That's the last thing I read. And then like she got put a crown on top of her head. Just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. I got it. took a while for me to get into it. I'm not gonna lie. Everyone was hype on it and I couldn't. Like I watched season four. It was the episode where they, they fight the giants and stuff on the wall. Mm-hmm. That's the episode I got into that made me want to watch all the other ones. What do you think? Do you think that's like one of the top shows? Thrones? Yeah, that's probably my favorite show. Yeah? Yeah. At the on the moment right now it's your favorite show. Yeah. Like that's the Well, currently leftovers because it's on. Mm-hmm. But like Thrones I would like on Sunday I'm gonna watch it. Like I won't even risk other shows I'll just watch in the week, like mm-hmm. put on a DVR, but I don't want it to be ruined. Like I wanna enjoy it live. Everyone uh, says that. Yeah, yeah other they... shows I'm fine if it's like I can live with it. Mm-hmm. Well, aside from Leftovers, Leftovers is like that now. After the end of the first episode, when I watched it like on <laughs> Tuesday, I was like, nah, I can't. I need to see this. No, the first episode yeah. was really good. Yeah, I love that show. Have you been watching any Netflix shows lately? I've watched a couple. Uh, Master of None is amazing. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't watched Fantastic. it yet. Fantastic. I watched Master of None. What was this shit? 13 Reasons Why. I've seen Love. Um, girl boss, love sick. What else is on there? Um, started OA. Started on Untouchable Kenny Smith. Mm-hmm. I forgot what else, but yeah, being in a relationship, I just been <laughs> taking it easy and binging. No, those are thirteen reasons why. Is like, I think it's super underrated, but it's a mo- it's an emotionally invested show, like. I couldn't. I left a lot of feelings in that show that I that didn't shit know dark. It would feel. It's only yeah. It gets. It only gets happy like the last few seconds of the episode, and yeah. that's not even. And that's debatable. Yeah. That's, the, <laughs> that's a like. I, I didn't realize the effect kids have on each other, especially in high school. Yeah, they put a lot of disclaimers on it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I could definitely see that. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that's another thing, too. Like, a lot of the episodes <laughs> when they'll start, uh, there's this scene is going to, this episode is depicting rape or this episode yeah. is depicting suicide. It's new for like, me on Netflix. Granted, I never watched that much Netflix before, mm-hmm. original programming, but it's like, damn, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then they say, in like, season two is supposed to be a little bit more happier as far as, like, what they talk about and how you seen the, the, oh, the Oh, I see, yeah. I, 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 I don't know how. What they set up and allude to, uh, <laughs> some of the things they allude to at the end, like with the kid with that takes the photos. Oh, that. <laughs> Gearing up for war. <laughs> that was like Call of Duty? Like this dude had a big ass, uh, sorry for the Again, spoilers. yeah, a lot of TV spoilers, yeah. I'm going to put it in the notes. <laughs> it's like a lot of TV talk with spoilers. But he had yeah. the big ass trunk. Yeah, with like guns galore. Yeah. Look like the when you start your before you start Call of Duty and you start picking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your missions. I mean your your guns yeah, and your he grenades. He got his targets lined up. 
Uh, I was just like, out of everybody, him. Yeah. Well, they did. That's what happens when you bully. That's true. And the whole idea with the rape culture, like, uh, I didn't understand it either. And then I was watching uh, The Breakfast Club. And um, one show I got into that is hilarious is the Carmichael show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with the dude from Get Out, the best friend. No, I know. I know. I saw oh, the you, interview. You watch yeah. it? I was going to give that a look. So. It is hilarious. Like, the first episode is funny. Mm-hmm. And it just reminds me of, like, old school. Like, it reminded me of In the House, I think it's called, with LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, they talked about how, like, rape culture, now no one really talks about it. Like, you, um, people think consent is, is more than just, no, like, people drink and you get drunk and people think that that's automatically a, we could have sex together when it's, yeah. it's more of, like, a, you need a verbal yes or make a person feel comfortable. And one of the episodes in 13 Reasons Why is, like, it really depicts that in a... Oh, no, past a, that. Because there's, like, a clear no. <laughs> uh, oh, well, yeah. There's, a, like, not even... There's nothing open for interpretation. There's a clear no repeated. Uh, yeah? Yeah. With the pool? Oh, Which that one? one, yeah. Oh. I was talking oh, about... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. The, the one before that one. Yeah. When, when she, well, she was kind of fighting him. In the beginning. Like as it went on, she was like, "What? What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. That's damn. That show is dark. Yeah, it, it opens your eyes, especially if you want to have kids and you're thinking about what they can, they can go through. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, so, I don't know about you, like in high school, well, there I, wasn't that for me. No, no, I didn't. And <laughs> <laughs> it was too. Well, like, I was the typical, you know, crack jokes. <laughs> For a second, I thought she was gonna say typical crack deal. <laughs> but it you, wasn't that heavy. I didn't. I didn't hear about people getting raped mm. and like there's no suicides and thankfully none of that. No, your <laughs> typical college. Some people were drinking already. Mm. People smoke a little weed. Mm. Nothing crazy. Of course, students were having sex, but yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah, I would I would assume that more. I guess because I went to an all boys school, probably that wasn't happening. But more in college, that was happening. Like what? Oh yeah, who knows? Yeah, I've heard some stories that nah, will yeah. not. <laughs> we've heard some stories. Not about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, entertaining well. ones, but I didn't expect that. And that was a show that came left. Like it just came out of nowhere. I hate how Netflix does that. Like you don't know when the show is gonna come out. You just see it. And you saw it like the OA. Mm-hmm. I was just in that weekend it came out. And this was when my quad was like really, like I needed to rest it. Just walking on it was just going to keep aggravating it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let me just chill in, see mm-hmm. what's on. And then you know, like 13 tapes, girl that commits suicide. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. And I was all in. I'm all in for teen angst. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like Dawson's Creek. I mean, all in for, yeah. <laughs> but it, it escalated. But by that time, I was already hooked. Mm-hmm. Definitely escalated as the episodes built. But I was already hooked. And that was a good watch. No, it is. You finished it. Right? Yeah, that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm not a, I'm a reformed binger now. Mm-hmm. I'm not, before this, I was not a. A binge watcher. But now, but now I'm a binger. Every now and then. What's the most you could watch in one sitting? The whole season? Um, 13 hours, why? 
I watch 13 Reasons Why in a week between Saturday and Sunday. I can't do it on like a day. But I did it between Saturday and Sunday. That's not bad. Yeah. It's like six, seven, six hours. Yeah, and I never understood how people could, but now I do. <laughs> well, I remember when, um, so in college, we had got, Kevin got us into Lost. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he brought his DVD set, and it was like, I think it was a spring break week or something like that. Everyone went home, and we would, like, watch Lost, like, what, for four days or something like that? Straight? I think so. Yeah. We were trying to catch up before the season ended, and we just, oh, yeah. Want to put the Nest disc in? <laughs> yeah. That was like the first time. Uh, the good old days. Just, yeah. Before Netflix. But. You no. seen Master of None? I keep seeing it. Like, Have you seen the first season? I haven't seen oh, any of it. It's so good. Really? Yeah. What is it about? It's just about Aziz. Aziz and Zari. First season is him just in the city. And again, I'm a sucker for I love New York. Mm -hmm. He goes to actual restaurants. He's a lover of food, as am I. So he goes to a lot of restaurants about him hanging with his friends, trying to deal with um, Indian parents Mm -hmm. and their expectations of him versus like what he likes and the rules he follows or doesn't follow. Mm -hmm. Um, Romance in the city or lack thereof, finding it, Mm -hmm. maintaining it, having it, stuff like that. So. Always entertaining. I I just thought about that that title, too. Huh? The title. Master of None? Well, what I take it as, and you can, if you watch it, Mm -hmm. you'll see that he's good at a lot of stuff, but he's not not really perfect in any area Mm -hmm. or really well-versed in any specific area. Mm -hmm. And some of these episodes get very ambitious. One episode, I'm not going to spoil anything, tells the nature of his relationship um, through the course of just mornings, mm-hmm. just waking up in bed or like having breakfast, just through the course of multiple mornings, tells the course of his relationship to that point. That's just one episode, one that in the first season. One episode this season, black and white, mm-hmm. as an ode to like an old Indian film. Uh, one episode, the plot advances over the course about his friend, advances over the course of multiple Thanksgivings. And it's very well, I don't want to tell you what the plot is or anything, but he tells the story of over like five or six Thanksgivings mm-hmm. about one of his like main friends. There's episodes about religion, episodes about his parents, mm-hmm. like what they deal with as older people and romance and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very like, one episode didn't even feature him really. Just told the story of other New Yorkers. Uh. It, yeah, it's really... It's good. It I, I highly recommend. Yeah. Like when Ed's here, I told him like we should do like um the best shows, you mm. know, like five I don't know or so that we've seen so far this year, and that would definitely rank highly up there. Yeah, that was a great watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that this weekend. I would definitely be my first recommendation. Two seasons, right? Yeah, ten episodes each. So entertaining, and he's funny. He's just funny, and yeah. he can act. He yeah. has more range than just comedy. He can act. Because I never really watched Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. But I was like, let me check this out. Because I'd already watched the first season when it came out. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that found me. So, yeah. But that's like the, that show was one of the first like Netflix, like the yeah. popular Netflix shows, right? Yeah, he was doing an interview. Like when he, he went into Netflix to shop the show, there were only posters of like House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Like he was that early with it. 
but he really takes his time. I think he said that was 2015. Mm-hmm. I believe the first season was 2016. No, 2014. First season was 2015. Then he took all this time to do the second season that just came out. Mm-hmm. But he said in regards to a third season, he doesn't know if um, if he does do it, it's going to be a while because he needs to live a little more because mm-hmm. he, he takes inspiration based on his real life. And what he does is, because he likes to travel a lot, mm-hmm. he said because if he doesn't, he'll be in New York doing the same old thing, going to the same places to eat, hanging with the same old friends. And that's great, but at times, you know, you need a refresher, like mm-hmm. get a spark again. That's dope. So, yeah, so when I, I hear stuff like I'm like, yeah, I definitely agree. You could take a break for stuff like that. Yeah, that's definitely like a learn, like appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to definitely check it out. Yeah. That reminds me of like with music, like when people take them. Well, you have Drake right now, who's like making three albums a year. But when you take a break and you need that, like, oh, Kanye's in the mountains right now. Yeah, that's so. It's like he should take a break. I want to see it now. It kind of made me want to watch the. It's the really season, good. Man. Second season's but even better. Yeah, and that's not to downgrade the first. It's like how Leftovers first season was good, but the second season was like, whoa. <laughs> it's like. <that. laughs> I'm gonna check it out. Um, yeah, some ambitious stuff. Let me know what you think. What else was out there? There's a show on um, Stars. American Gods. Have you watched it yet? No, I I've, I saw like interviews and stuff. It's weird as fuck. Like, I was watching, listening like Joe Budden's podcast and Brilliant Idiots, and then Charlemagne brought it up. It's weird as fuck. The old different. gods against the new gods and. It's different. It, it sheds. It, it reminds me of like the because I always had a thing for Greek gods mm-hmm. and like Zeus and Hercules. So it reminds me of that. Like they're real, they're here, and they're like they're. It seems like they're playing this game mm-hmm. with the world. Um, the main character, like I personally think, the main character is one of them. But I'm reaching because there's only like I think three episodes so far. But um, it's interesting. So it's like, no, I, I'm gonna check it out. It's like one, one scene where like one of the females or a witch, whatever she is, like she, she has she's having sex with this white dude, and she basically eats him with her vagina. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, it gets weird like that, but like, it's a different show. It's something different, which. I mean, everything is different now, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to see how it plays out this year. Give it a chance. But no, Masters yeah, and I'm going to check it out. Masters and None, I'm going to check out. Um, there was another. Oh, do you watch Orange is the New Black? I'm like a season behind and maybe a half now. I stopped in the middle of, I don't even know. There was an episode where they brought their kids mm-hmm. to prison and then somebody snuck in drugs. What season is that? Two. That's not two. Uh, so That's not because that black lady was like the evil one in two. The one they, spoilers, the one they ran over at the end. The good oh, one with, there's that three was season seasons. Two. What season are they in now? Aren't they in five now? Or four? Four. They're in four now? It has to be four. That they just started? Um, then so I might not be that much better. No, because the first season was the... Black? No, the first season no, with the second the season black. was the black girl. The third season was with the the lesbian who looked like Justin. Bieber. I didn't see that. That's so, the one I halfway through. So maybe you've seen the first season. That's the I've first seen the season. first two. So that's probably the first season. What season are they in now? This is the fourth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a season and a half behind then. 
Like you didn't like that episode, or you? I did. I don't know what was strange time in my life. Well, was that last May? Oh yeah, I got yeah. I was I was all <laughs> over the place. I wasn't focused on that. I didn't even have a Netflix. It's not as convenient mm-hmm. as it is now. Yeah, not have a Netflix account. So mm-hmm. it was. I don't know. I just fell behind. It's a really. It's different. Show. No, I want to pick it back up. I'm gonna pick it back up. Is it really? I mean, with where they're going now, I kind of hope um, they bring the dude from American Pie back. I don't know his name. Um, he's the main character in American Pie. No, I know his name. Um, the first season. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens, especially with what's going on today. They, they like to bring a lot of um, situations that's going on in the world. So especially with the shootings and the blacks and white people and mm-hmm. race, I think that's definitely going to play a role in, like, um, I found out like I don't know if you saw the documentary for um, the Jay Z documentary. No, um, I know the one you're talking about though. I didn't see it on Spike. Yeah, I didn't see it. I no. forget his name. Um, but it, the prison system and like how the prison system is is corrupt in a way, and it, it brings interesting light to prison life. Basically, yeah. I used to watch a lot of Gangland and stuff. This was totally different. Um, definitely check that out. Anyone who hasn't watched Orange yet, check it out. It's not a female show at all. No, it's really good. It's, it's really good. Uh, I was slacking. I got to pick that up. That Silicon Valley. Oh, Silicon Valley is... <laughs> I haven't watched an episode of... Like, once I watch Leftovers, I'm like, all right, I got to go to bed and prepare for the week. So they just stashed up on my DVR. Mm-hmm. News came out today that the dude... That lets him use his house. Yeah. TJ Miller, he's not coming back next season. I read that too. Which I, I didn't read know. the details because I don't know if they spoil anything that's happened so far. Mm-hmm. Do they? I didn't read I the details. I haven't seen this season yet. Oh, yeah. Me um, either. So I didn't want to read it and get spoiled. Because I'm going to just run through those. I heard. Like, I was reading an article and I did read that he wasn't coming back. So. Damn, I wonder why. I feel like he got a bigger role somewhere else. Makes sense. He's hilarious. Is he gonna be in dead the next Deadpool? <laughs> that's that that's dude what I'm is hilarious. For. Yeah. And then he was in um Cloverfield too. Not Cloverfield too, but he was in the first Cloverfield. He was? Yeah, I, do you remember the movie? Or like The very first one? About the monster in the city that ends with the Ferris wheel and you see it flying out. Yeah, yeah, I've seen he that. He was the the comedic uh Shit, Relief. it's been a while. Damn. Mm. I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, probably. He got bit at the end of the half. Spoiler alert. Damn. <laughs> it had to be him. <laughs> had to be him, but he's in a better place now. He's on HBO television. Yeah, I'll check it out. But um, as far as the TV shows, you recommend any new ones? or Master of None. I just came out like last week or two weeks ago. Master of None. That would be, and what's currently on, The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, what else do I? I don't really picked up anything else because after the in terms of live, mm-hmm. in terms of yeah, in terms of live, I haven't picked up anything else. Man, I have enough on my plate. <laughs> yeah, these TV shows, I don't know. Live is nothing's good live anymore. Yeah, I haven't had anything live. Fox, ABC. I don't watch any shows. <laughs> I watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, but that's probably gonna be like a binge in the. Again in the summer, finish mm-hmm. off because I've wish I've watched the season, but then they took a long break, so I probably like finish that up in the summer when there's nothing on and I need something to watch. That's when a lot of these things gonna get watched in the summer when like the finals are over mm-hmm. and the times when I need something to watch. Yeah, 
Oh, that. That's when I yeah. <laughs> do my spring cleaner. But then the I feel like Netflix is gonna come out with some good shows this summer. I've seen a couple. Um, I like the show on there called Flaked. I really enjoy. Um, it's with the dude from Arrested Development, the brother. Not not Jason Bateman, his older brother. You know him if he's on Will Arnett. I think I know who you're talking. He I enjoyed that. It was like 10 episodes, I think. Flaked. It took place. Yeah, it took place in Venice. Uh, he's like a recovering alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to help people around the area. So that's coming back. I want to see. Speaking of Jason Bateman, somebody sent me this trailer today from at work. Um, no, nah, nah, not at work. I was just kidding. <laughs> Of course, I was just kidding. Um, Ozark, I think it's called. O-Z-A-R-K. And the plot is Jason Bateman and his family, they live ordinary lives, aside from the fact (laughs) that Jason Bateman is a money launderer for, like, the second biggest Mexican cartel in the world. Uh, And that's, like, July, I think, 21st or 14th. mm -hmm. So I'm all in on that. That looks very interesting. Comedy, you think? No. No. (laughs) This is very serious. No, no. Watch the trailer. Jason Bateman? Yeah, watch the trailer. And then another one, something with, damn, something with friends in the title that looks really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Who made Get Out? Was it Key or Peel? Peel. uh, Peel. So Key, (laughs) the ball one, the dude that's ball. He's in it. Um, Randy Sat, I think it is, from um, The Wonder Years. Damn, he Randy has to have Savage? made something aside from that. That can't be it. You're not talking about Boy Meets World, right? Yeah, his brother. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I miss him. Him. Eric. Some girl. <laughs> and like, they're like friends in college, but it's about, they're in their 40s, I think it is. Because mm-hmm. the trailer didn't really explain this. But the I read the plot below on the YouTube page. Mm. They're in like their <laughs> 40s and they're trying to navigate like professionally and like socially like trying to bounce, like handle their forties, their failures, what they've accomplished, based mm-hmm. on, because the trailer is just, it's like a night. <laughs> they're all hanging out for a night and uh, they're drinking. No, it starts out the married couple. It appears mm-hmm. they are from the trailer. Gives two friends, like a box. There's like, like the green one is uh, Adderall. The it's pills, a bunch of pills. The blue one is like Viagra, and the white one don't take it. That's how the, the trailer starts, and you see them sticking pizza to the ceiling and sticking seeing, sticking pizza to the wall, seeing if it sticks. <laughs> Randy Savage is, like, snorting cocaine. Uh-huh. And he's like, um, so this is Adderall. It's like, no, it's cocaine. And he's like, I just did cocaine? And then it ends with him, like, doing another line saying, no, that's it. But it looks interesting. That's, like, they're within weeks of each other, these two shows, Ozart and whatever this friendship show is. So uh, those I am looking forward to. Oh, and Defenders. Oh yeah, 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 that too in like August, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. You don't have it. to watch Iron Fist. And- I haven't wa- I want to watch Luke Cage or Jessica Jones or both. I'm not gonna watch. I wasn't gonna watch Iron Fist from the reviews I read. Nobody seems to like it. I'm just like I'm cool on that then. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it brings you more into the story of what the the uh, the the villain is. But I don't know. Luke Cage is better than Iron Fist. But I mean, they really like. I don't know. So if Daredevil's the best and Iron Fist is the worst, what's the second? Uh, Second worst or second best? Best. Jessica Jones. Okay. Those Jessica Jones and Daredevil, um, one of the top shows on Netflix. Jessica Jones is, I know it's harder to get into because it's more of a detective thing. It's like Mm -hmm. you have to figure stuff out. 
Uh, Daredevil has way more action in it. But in Defenders, um, what I like is they. it looked like they took the same style they did uh, Daredevil in. I've and, seen all the Daredevils. That's good. And, like, you know the fighting scenes where, like, there's no cuts. It's just Daredevil, yeah. like, fighting straight. That's how the Defenders looks. Like, there's no, like, cuts or, like, you're going straight into it. No stops, no breaks. It's just straight camera roll, like, nothing uh, nothing stopping the action. So it looks, and then the story is following the comics in a way. So in terms of plot details, there's some from Daredevil. I feel like it's more from Daredevil. It's from more like what I've seen in that trailer. It looks more like a Daredevil. Well, like Electro is in it. Yeah. So is there... Basically, my question is based on, do I have to watch the other three for plot details? Nah. Just for entertainment? Yeah. All right. Sorry, Iron Fist. <laughs> I mean, I never thought he was an interesting character anyway. I read, like, Iron Fist was made around the time, like, uh, Bruce, um, Bruce, Bruce, is it Bruce Lee? I'm probably going to get. I don't know. You're more that, comic verse than me. The, no, the karate dude that, like. He made all those movies. Yeah, it's Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee? Yeah, how he made all, like, the karate at that era. It was, like, the karate era where they started making all these karate movies. Um, the Last Dragon, mm -hmm. Karate Kid. Like, when everyone was into doing karate, that's why they made Iron uh -huh. Fist to sort of fill that gap in the comic books. But it's you don't need to watch it, I don't think. Don't waste your time. I'm probably not going to watch it, yeah. Don't waste your time. I got enough on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we did have another topic uh, to talk about today, which was from last week. Oh, yeah. That uh, thank that you guys have. again for coming, Jeff. Yeah. Manny. Manny. Angelo. Angelo. Good luck with everything. Uh, yeah, we found out how old you guys are. You guys Whoa, tricked well, us. No, no, no. <laughs> it's cool. Let's not eat. <laughs> no. uh, one of, when we were about to leave, he asked us a question that I did not expect. It was basically, how do you perceive yourself versus how the world perceives yourself? I don't know. It was very unexpected. Agreed. And I thought, given you didn't have enough time to think about it, it's kind of just spring on you. Mm -hmm. But I thought if you do want to expand on that topic. I do. Because yeah. I think uh, that's something that, at this age, I feel like a lot of us don't have a grasp yet. Yeah. And we sort of we sort of think about but we never really talk about it. So like what was your what's your opinion on it and what do you think is like what do you think is the most valued? Is it perception or is it real well not value, but which one do you think people most use, if that makes sense? Perception. Yeah. Yeah. How so? Because I think most try to appeal to other people. Mm -hmm. So they just act in a way that could be either favorable or cause them as little ridicule as possible. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people aren't like themselves themselves. Like we all... I don't know. Some people really don't put on a front to people. Some people put on a little bit of a front. Some people put on an entire front. But yeah, I think like most people just do perception just to get by on a day to day. Mm -hmm. Instead of like being true, fully true. 
which is tough being fully true. What do you think? I think it's hard to figure out what's the, like if, if it is like what you're seeing is reality versus, you know, just what you're thinking in your mind. So like, um, I guess you see, you meet somebody for the first time and you think they're outgoing and you think they're friendly and you think they're, they're, um, intriguing, but then you sort of get to know them and then you realize like they're not actually those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it yeah. sort of fucks with you. Like, wow. I, I know like I met some people in college and like, I remember, um, you know, I, they were very outgoing and very like out there and, um, like I don't hear from them now. Like I don't know what's going on or how they were, but you know, it just felt like I never those type of people. You know, could never really sit down. And I'm thinking of one in particular person. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't want to say names, but they had a sweet. His name starts with a P. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Uh-huh. And um, whatever. Paul, oh. he was like the most outgoing person that, you know, I, I, I met. In, well, there's another one. Shout out to Lauren. But Lauren <laughs> is real. Uh, <laughs> but it's like. I never really got to see what type of person he really was or, like, who he actually, you know, what his feelings were, what his emotions were. So it was like I only had a perception of him versus what his reality, what he's like. 
Um, so it, it sort of messes with me now when I meet people because I'm like, when I meet you for the first time, is this really you? Like, and do I want to know who you are? Or like, if, if I make you my friend, am I ready for what the reality is that you are going to be? So like meeting friends, you sort of build that relationship with them to figure out who they really are as a person versus what you perceive them the first time. Yeah, you have to. Nobody gives you themselves entirely the mm -hmm. first time you meet them. You have to, yeah, over time. You see the chinks in the armor, what makes them tick. You see the strengths, the weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you just meet somebody out first time, meet them out, party, drinking, everybody's like outgoing fun times but it's like in the quiet moments when you're having like discussions on life mm -hmm. their life when you really like find out about people the way they move like the body language things they say mm -hmm. that's why like with the le not to go back but with the leftovers you sort of feel like a lot of that show shows a lot of insecurity but um they don't really show it you see it and you see the emotion, but they don't, like if you were to meet that person in real life, they wouldn't really express it to you, but you know that they're insecure because you've watched the show for so long. So like you're in the characters' heads. Yeah, that's a great point, yeah. They're insecure and they're unhappy. Most of them are just uh, miserable inside, mm -hmm. and they're just living with like mask on because they, none of them have really gotten over like the departures. So that's a great point. And that's like one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this topic too, because like one of the one of the things I have an issue with is perceiving one thing, perceiving an emotion based on what I see versus what the reality of that emotion is. So like, um, let's say like I write my girlfriend a note that says I love you, and if she doesn't answer back, I automatically assume that she doesn't love me. This is just an example, mm -hmm. uh, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't love me it just means that you know she took what i gave her and you know it doesn't there doesn't need to be a response but me as a person sometimes i'll say um i don't i, I try to read people too much i'm the same i can be and it ends up being a fault because you're reading too into it and you're putting flaws on this people for you're assuming mm -hmm. that's why like one of the four principles I try to like, like don't assume, don't take anything personal. Mm -hmm. Always be impeccable with your word, and always do your best. Uh, um, be skeptical, but always listen as well. Is the fifth one. Mm -hmm. And yeah, with the assumptions you assume, and you really can't assume. That's why now I'm trying to like keep uh, clear communication. Like if I really am, like I'm just gonna ask, like mm -hmm. what is the intention? You know, because yeah, I'm the same. Like when I send. And I need a message, like I'm, I'm reaching out and I need to know something I don't get. I'm like, because I already, I automatically assume in this era we live in, everybody's on social media, everybody has your phone in their hand. Mm -hmm. So you've seen like whatever I'm like axing and not like a high, like I need an answer on this. Yeah. So, and then that gets me. But then it's just like, you, you can't, I can't like. But can you? You just be. I don't know. Yourself. You just be hurting yourself continuously if you keep. At a certain point, like I had a good conversation with Carl and Don over the week. At a certain point, you gotta like go with expectation, mm -hmm. like adjust your expectations for people, and stop putting too much on, and just like, like flow with life. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's hard, and I still like flowing it too. Mm -hmm. But you can't. 
like attribute too much to people. Like we all have our moments. Some people are more dependable than others, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think as time grows, you learn that about people. And as time grows, you learn more about yourself and maybe things you think you're perceiving or mm -hmm. you're putting off to people that you didn't even know you were. Mm -hmm. So I just think it takes time as well, topics like this. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. As someone who, like, I'm a, I feel like I'm an introvert, so I'm more of a... I stay more to myself and analyze. But that's also a downfall because I overanalyze a lot. So, like... I try to see what it is that I'm perceiving as real versus what I'm just making up in my mind. And I think as a, you know, 26-year-old person who just is, has a full-time job and living on our own, we're experiencing these feelings for the first time. But it's not like, like when you're growing up, you sort of ask your parents for advice. So like your parents see you going through things, so they automatically are giving you this advice. But at this age, no one's telling you how to do things. No one's telling you how to feel or no one. So you're experiencing it on your own and coming up with your own assumptions. So that's the hardest thing for me is trying to figure out, like, if this is real or, like, whatever it is that I'm feeling, is it a real emotion or am I just making it up in my head because of the situation? Um, so, like, a lot, like I, I'll put it out there, like, my brother... He's a corrections officer. He works every day over God knows how many hours. So, like, the time that I want to hang out with him, I get a little skeptical because I feel like he's tired. So I might not reach out to him to say, hey, you want to, like, chill or hang out or you're trying to go, like, to the sneaker store because I feel like he's tired. But then on the other end, I found out that he thinks I don't hit him up enough. So it's like... I don't know how to really figure out that path, but at the you end, just of the day, you yeah, just ask. That's what I'm learning. Like you just, if it's really on your mind, you just communicate and you get a clear answer. Because living in like this mental anguish is mm -hmm. just not. The older we get, it's just not worth it. Like like you said, I like to analyze too. Mm -hmm. I'm observing stuff, but there's this thing like. I try not to dwell in the, too far into the negative now. Mm -hmm. If I don't know, then I'll ask. And I, I just won't assume like the negative. Yeah. If I don't, unless I have like a good like set of data, and mm -hmm. I feel confident like assuming a negative about a person, I just won't do that. Because I'm just trying to like the negative thoughts. They just you just harbor up, and you build up, and then you just you can just be building up negative feelings in your head that literally don't exist, and you're just ruining your day. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, this person who could have like or your situation might be correct, or this person might have the highest, like, admiration for you, and, like, you think, like, they hate you because <laughs> you won't communicate. Yeah. And that's that's why, like, sometimes I wonder, too, like, if people understand how much other people affect each other, and, like, just, just having a simple conversation with some random person in the street, you can learn so much from them, not just, like, whatever you want to know, but mentally, like, will put you in a totally different state. Like, I used to hate reading, and now I love reading because you never know what the next page is going to tell you. Yeah. And, like, I always wondered, like, why is it that we we can't just be honest and open with each other, that we kind of... It's like a human trait to sort of build a wall. Yeah, and, I'm trying not to... And, like, instead of putting your full self out there, you kind of... 
you know, build a wall to protect yourself from God knows what. I don't know what you need to protect yourself from, but uh, why can't just people be a little bit more uh, open? Pause. Yeah, I think clear communication would help a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, people don't want to feel any kind of pain. I think nowadays people want to feel no kind of, so if they could, like, any, any way to, like, avoid it but that's just dangerous and that just builds up and eventually it comes out in different ways so it's not healthy you should communicate i definitely agree that's it that's the thing like you you know you meet people and you 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 see things and you don't like uh, like the the conversation i had last week about the guy who wanted to help with videos you know it's a clear communication what you want this is a relationship you're building with somebody so being open and honest is something the other person needs at the same time so that you both can work together. But it just seems like people have their own agendas, so it's you it's build a, that wall. It's a great point. Again, I was talking to Carl and Don, and we were talking about, like, especially living in New York City on a day-to-day, mm-hmm. like if you're out and about, you can really see enough like interactions or have your own personal interactions that will make you like not even want to talk to people. Like the way we treat each other, the way you're treated like subtly or directly. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of like a lot of good natured people. And my whole point is like you can't just retreat from life. You know, like you just, there are a lot of good natured people and like sometimes it like can feel like lonely or it's not, but you just got to keep pushing. Yeah. Because there's always like good people. Like the day, like I can't believe that. It's like, a, it's like what do you, <laughs> you know? Like there's always good people. And you, again, like, yeah strangers even in your life that you like take for granted like you don't know notice or give enough like attention to Mm -hmm. that's the i mean yeah it takes i feel like it takes one day at a time so like if if you having problems now mentally or emotionally then it it really like i started listening to like Mm -hmm. self-motivation videos every morning and i don't know who has said it but it takes 14 days to build a habit so, oh, I read twenty one. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I made a whole saying, bunch of them. Yeah, um, but the more consistently you put your mind in that state, the better um, you be each day. It goes on, and it may not be easy after a certain amount of days, but that's the purpose of it. It's supposed to build you into this person that you want to become. So, I mean, I f- I feel like I've met a good amount of people, especially on the podcast that. Mm-hmm. Um, have very po- uh, a lot of positive Agreed. energy Definitely and a lot agree. of uh, positive words that really, I feel like it resonates with our listeners. But as far as like us wanting to put content out, it gives us a up. Like, yeah, like we never does. we didn't meet them from last week. Yeah, and we met them the first ten minutes. We didn't know each other. Going in an hour later, we was talking as if we knew each other for years and like. Yeah, Built they that. are strangers. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was nice to actually like meet a stranger, and like put, I mean, put walls down, but still have them there, but communicate and openly and honest. And uh, they really had me thinking in a different light after that, especially about meeting people in general. And you never know what you can meet. So like the whole perception versus reality, I think it's all in your head. And, you know, you got to try your best to filter out what you need and what you don't need. 
Yeah. And you build yourself after that. Yeah. And communicate. And communicate, yeah. Get clear, like, clear answers. I think, yeah, that's the best thing, too, for relationships. Definitely. Like, if you're in a relationship, communication is, like, the off. That's the only thing I think that's going to. That is, yeah. Going to save you. There's it's, no mistake. There's no, like, second guessing. Mm-hmm. You get clear answers on whatever you need. You live with it. It might not always work in your favor, but at least you know. You know, exactly. Me. So I'm glad, like, as I continue to grow, mm-hmm. I'm realizing this, yeah. Communication. Very key. <laughs> but um, what's next for the topics? Um, you said you want to talk about 808? 808s. Um, so I had a little thought, and um, I heard this song. Um, I think it's called Cupid. Um, I'm not sure, but one my one of my boys, it'll be on our Instagram story. He wanted us to check out this song, and it's called. Um, it basically has to do with how like Cupid fucked him over because he lost the love of his life, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a it's a very emotional song, but the song is super dope, and it had me thinking. Only like gangster rap. <laughs> <laughs> Schoolboy Q. Yep. Uh, Shoot him up, bang bang. Yep. <laughs> rap your set. <laughs> J Rock, <laughs> <laughs> only tattoos on foreheads. Of course, teardrops. Oh my the God. whole nine. <laughs> but I hear your little music. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my little emotional music. Yeah, yeah. Emo music. But I remember listening to. I can't remember the date, but I remember when 808s came out and everyone was hating on it. Like no one I knew loved it as much as I did. No one I knew was playing it as much as I did. And no one I knew actually even wanted to give it a try. Like, if you never heard Kanye, you didn't want to hear it. You already had bad reviews on it. And it was one of the hardest things to try to push people to listen to. How was it for you? Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. I was, like, this is Kanye coming off, like, this is already college, graduation. graduation, and late registration, right? Yeah. And you have to push people to listen to Kanye <laughs> out? That is insane. Yeah, it was Kanye, so I was definitely going to check it out. And I don't... Coldest Winter? No, it wasn't Coldest Winter. It was the first thing. I uh, Love Lockdown is the first thing yeah. I heard. I thought it was cool. There was a remix that came out that was even better. Like, somebody morphed the sound. Mm-hmm. Like the sound it was even better. I was like, yeah, I'm in for that. And I heard Coldest Winter before the album came out, and I knew what inspired the album. And I was like, damn, this is sad. But damn, this is dope. Mm-hmm. And I just felt it. And I was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to check this out. Mm-hmm. And it was dope. It's like one of the biggest artists of our time is at his most like, vulnerable. And you and he's taking like a creative risk. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it worked. I thought like sonically, the music just flowed. Like I loved Amazing, which is like a little... Outside the vibe of the the album a little bit, mm-hmm. I love um, seeing my nightmares. RoboCop, Street, like it's just bad I don't know. News. Bad news. Pinocchio story. story. Like I love like melancholy music. Mm-hmm. I have my place for that too, because we all get sad. Mm-hmm. But that felt like that was the first time we ever heard a rapper vulnerable. Like we, for a whole for to this extent for a whole album, like definitely for me for like. 26-year-old, yeah. Like, what was that, 07? 08? I don't even remember. Like, I'm uh, in high school, too? Yeah, I think it was 08. 
or like 07 September because it was the MT. I think it was the Music Awards, the MTV Music Awards that he performed um, yeah. on Lockdown for the first time. Yeah. And yeah, you, I'm in high school too. You're going through your own little things with your girl mm-hmm. and you share life in that time. Everything is like, the most intense and some like you feel everything is so intense like now it is like oh that wasn't even that crazy yeah. but in high school yeah <laughs> everything is urgent so yeah i heard the music i was just like damn this is amazing mm-hmm. but yeah i did hear like a couple people didn't like it because he wasn't rapping and i never get the he's not rapping so i can't listen like people get it with drake and we're gonna get it, but i never it's like okay He's not rapping, which you might have been able to see from Love Lockdown. Yeah. But is the music good? Mm. If the music's not good, then okay. But I've heard people's critique is like, yo, he's not rapping. I just want to hear him rap. And I just don't get that closed-mindedness. But that was me. Yeah, I loved it. No, I agree. It was like, and I, I used to go to the, um, the boys club. Mm-hmm. So like when we used to do competitions, especially like uh, ping pong and pool competitions, we would play the newest music that was out. And um, no, I always wanted to play like Love Lockdown and like um, it's not it's not cold. Is it coldest winter? It's the one. It's the video that is very cartoonistic. That's coldest winter. It's the coldest. Okay, yeah. So that one. Um, I, Say I, you will. I forgot about that one. Oh my God. That inspired I mean, that amazing trait cover. But go ahead. And remember, the, there was two different versions, and he there was one version, the Kid Cudi. Oh, yeah. And that was a version that was supposed to be on the album, but he switched it up. Wow. But um, at that point, I was trying to, like, I remember growing up and, you know, I used to listen to a lot of Usher and, and Bow Wow when I was younger. and, and a lot of, one. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. But, I mean, hey, yo, Doggy Bag, when we were young, is it Dog Pound or Doggy? Whatever. One of Bow Wow's albums was fire. No, Bow Wow hits. At the time, that yeah. shit was fire, and I was playing everywhere. But that's besides the point. I don't yeah. want to give him. No, he time. was good back in the day before all this. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's a tangent. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but like, I was starting to think like, it put me in a different mind state as far as what hip hop was, and like, I still felt like it was hip hop. I didn't think it was R and B. I didn't even know what it was to be honest. It wasn't rap, but it was hip hop, and it was a guy who. Yeah, it wasn't not. Yeah, it, it wasn't like. Quite R and B wasn't quite yeah. right. I was like, that was another thing. I was like, what is this? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I liked it. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. And like it, it brought me in a place where I was in tune with my emotions. I feel like that was the first time I actually felt something real instead of something that I just like. I I guess um, so. I remember listening to Usher's Confessions and Burn. Apparently, was the song to listen to because this was about uh, Chili. Yeah, couldn't relate to the song. Even though I was young, I couldn't relate. I liked it, but didn't understand the emotion behind it. Uh, Love Lockdown came on, and I related to it. Mm-hmm. And not only as you know a guy who listens to hip hop, but as a teenager, like yeah. what you feeling is it's it's real, and you're not the only one feeling this way. And here's this guy who was getting married, and he lost his 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 fiance left him. Long time, long, long time. time. He put it on a wax, like and he put it on a song. Coupled with losing his mother, and like he's Yo, alone. Couldn't even imagine. Oh, go ahead. He's alone, like, and I had lost my grandma at the time too. So it was like, oh, death was the first time I experienced death, and 
this this, this I didn't even think of Kanye as Kanye. Like I, I just thought of him as a, a vulnerable ass person who like and and I feel like everyone was getting at him at that time too. Cause he had that suit with the hairdo. Yeah. Um with the heart that was broken. He was very like this is love with the auto tune. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't understand it and I loved it. I didn't and if I had to really like think would this be hip hop in ten years? I would have never thought like we were here. So like one of my questions was that I had was, did you think this was gonna be like I feel like eight oh eights was the 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 first step to where we are today with all this singing rapping and like this emotional rapping, this this Bryson Tiller true to self open up rapping. Like did you think that eight oh eights would impact the culture as much as it did? Not to this extent, no. Because I was, back then I wasn't, was it, like 16? I wasn't really thinking music trends and stuff. Mm. I'm just so in my, like, life in my head. I'm not really, like, how I, like, analyze things nowadays. Mm. So, no, I didn't really, I wasn't even thinking about the future, to be honest. Yeah. So, no, I couldn't, I can't lie and say, no, I didn't. Because I wasn't analyzing, I wasn't thinking what the next waves were, what the next trend, mm. the trends, but... Like nowadays, I I do that. Like I look and what's happening, what could happen with the future. But no, not at that time. No. No. I thought like maybe. No, I I don't even know. Nah. My my thoughts were specifically for the album. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking what it would do for the game. I didn't know. I agree. I was just. I I didn't come as a a huge idea. Like yo, this is like a game yeah. changer. Young sixteen year old me was not. Nah, I'm just trying to get through calc <laughs> <laughs> and not get the attention. No, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the yeah, time. That's a, yeah, then that's why I like. But look how much it has influence. And it was one of the most hated albums at the time. Not the hated, but the one of the most. Uh, I don't want to say hated. Divisive, polarizing, criticized. It's like a lot of things people say no, no, and they're like the next. Like, if somebody says, yo, that's crazy, you might be on to something. You might want to stick with it. If enough people tell you that like, mm-hmm. what you're saying is insane or it's crazy, you might be on to something. Because mm-hmm. look how much things people have said that about. And then it turns out, this one I didn't get. I didn't get it. I didn't get the hate. No. I didn't get if If you wanted a traditional rap album, I got the hate. But mm-hmm. aside from that, I'm like, if you listen to the music. Same thing I say about Drake nowadays. Mm-hmm. If you want him to be rapping and you don't want any kind of singing, then I get it. But if you listen to the music and like Drake, like so far gone, mm. definitely motivated by 808s in this whole. So thank you, Kanye, for that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it, it, it gave me a new love for him, too, because I, I haven't really liked him these past. I mean, I liked Life of Pablo, but it didn't like. It didn't make me, like, when we used to talk about it at work and we was waiting for it and the expectations. and well, his album? Yeah, when we, he didn't know when it was coming out and that he was releasing it, but he only released it in, in, in the, at Madison Square Gardens. It was like, I w- it didn't bring me back to old Kanye. What's old Kanye? Old Kanye? Uh, actually, I don't know if it's old Kanye. It's Kanye, uh, Beautiful Twisted Fantasy. Well, that's the last time he went away on like a hiatus. Yeah. And he came back with that. So with Kanye, I'm going to always, what he's done musically, he's a musical genius. Yeah. So I'm going to always, and 
I love that he takes risks because for longevity, you got to reinvent yourself. And he's done that mm-hmm. risk over and over with Jesus, 808s, obviously. And as much as a mess as Life of Pablo, the rollout was, it was crazy, the rollout. Mm-hmm. Loved the album. And I definitely was had my like hesitations. Yeah. Like when Facts first came out, I think it was New Year's Eve. What were we, 15, I think? Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I don't know about this one, yeah. but got my trust right back. So That's when he came out with uh, Real Friends Real and friends No and No More Parties Kendrick. snippet. Then the eventually the whole thing came out. So No, nah, I agree. And Kanye, he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves, I feel like. I mean, he does get a lot, but I feel like he's our Michael Jackson. Like, Yeah, you won't really see it until... I guess he's like old and people see it now, but you won't really see because he's still writing his story too. Mm-hmm. So who knows yeah. how much is left in his story? And it, it's like the chapters yeah. already written are like this is already a classical novel. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know how it ends, but he's still writing. Is in Wyoming <laughs> in a mountain. He might come <laughs> with the most fire ever. I swear if that album is not. Nah, it's going to be fire, but I'm just trying to, like, why did you have to go to a mountain in Wyoming? To Yeah, why that's a cabin, I think, <laughs> for that amount of solitude. And how did that news even come out? This, this is the way I'm, I don't even know. I don't know. What to believe. I just hope it comes out with great music, and I'm glad, like, not for nothing, I don't know what our parents' generation was and what was like the music back then, but I'm kind of glad we experiencing music now. Yeah, we got all the music now. <laughs> we got all the music. Like you can't take it away from us. No, and you a wealth of options. Mm-hmm. And like I, I feel like you can't even tell your child not to listen to hip hop anymore. No, it it really is culture. <laughs> it's like, culture. You can't. It's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. You got like Katy Perry getting the Migos on records. Like, Dissing is unavoidable. Dissing. And Nicki Minaj, yeah, you can't. We cross your favorite acts, so yeah, yeah, they got to. They got heat to get what's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nah. could be worse. Oh yeah, that could be worse. It could be like in a country mm-hmm. or like so. a pop era where like we all listen to Taylor yeah, Swift. and rap and hip hop is just completely shunned and nobody wants to work. But that's where the heat is. And that's, that's another thing, too. You just brought up a good point. Like, so now we have, uh, I say we have, let's say if we have a top five, it's J. Cole, as much as I don't really want to put him, Big Sean, mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick, Drake, and uh, is there a fifth, fifth spot? Who's a fifth? Um, just throw it. I guess like Chance. Okay, yeah, Chance. So, like, those in 10 years, those are going to be, like, the OGs. No, because I think think Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole, they're already the OGs for their, like, because you already got, like, the Yachty's and the the Uzi Vert's and all these people below, because they've all been active for, like, Drake is coming up on a decade Cole too, I thought. When his first mixtape, like a fish. Two thousand and eight, two thousand. Yeah, they're coming on a decade soon. Kendrick too. Yeah, so they're like. Big Sean, I think too is a decade. Yeah, so he's of OG, a little lesser than the other three. Yeah. No diss, but he's just like a little. But yeah, 
I would say not. Uh, they are OGs, and they're like the the they're like the people to look up to. But like I'm thinking more in terms of Jay Z and uh, damn, do I want to say Blueprint Three? What, what like, about that? Like the impact Jay Z. Mm. So okay, I'll say now that they they're the OGs. So like I'm I'm listening to a lot of younger guys, and I'm trying to figure out who's gonna fill that spot. Like Davies, if this album that he comes out with could be like the next so far gone that basically takes off mm-hmm. and makes him one of like the top in the game. Like I'm trying to think of all these new perspective oh, artists. Like new new or like chance new? Uh I don't cuz I feel like Chance needs to come out but then he's not going to come out with a debut album cuz he's not signed. No, he is. He said he is. He is? Yeah, his next he's working on it. So his debut album? Yeah. His next release is supposed to be his debut album. That's but what he told man. Complex. So I don't know. I don't know if I I consider him an OG yet. No, I'm and he's not an OG, but I'm saying you said new guys. Are you saying like chance level new or like even after him? Um chance level new and even after him. Name who are some other new like not God, I keep hearing like Yachty's and no, who else? We're not gonna have that type of Because <laughs> I know if I look but there's nothing that like who are some other um, people that are coming up? So we have Dave, uh which I think as far as New York, he's the best right now. Um, I really like uh, Young M.A. I think, like, she has the opportunity to be, like, a real female M- MC. Mm-hmm. Like, only pure MC. I don't see pop. Um, Russ. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dude that could make his own albums, make his own beats, and he really could rap. Like, he has a 20-something song album. And yeah. he's selling tours like out. I need to look at these double XL freshmen. Oh, the list. I need some like, yeah. Be careful though, cause this is like, twenty two savage. Uh, some weird names. I just need to it. see some of the faces so I could get like an idea. Yeah. Cause nobody's like jumping in my mind, like in the Davies. Mm-hmm. Just on that little Dicky G Herbo. They'll be good, G-Herbo. but you mean it in terms of like popularity? Who's gonna longevity? Like, who has like I feel like who has that reach to sort of be oh, at the level? Uh, what about Young Thug? Young Thug, I feel like he is a little bit of an OG. When did he come out? Of the closet? <laughs> uh, when was Rich Gang out? Not that like four years ago. He's relatively new. But he's really successful. As but he hasn't come out with an album either. Like Chance is really successful, but he hasn't really come out. He's with the people he should be, which is why I think he would have. He's on like mm-hmm. tours with Drake. He's collaborating with like Kanye. He's like with the people that matter. They recognize him and they, like, he jumps to my mind. And he's real. He is he after Chance? He they're around like the same time, right? Yeah, I think he's after Chance. Like he would come. To, I'm talking about Mega, not like. New York legend successful. Like, he could be... He has the people that are ultra successful now, he's in pictures, and they're saying they love him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he's in... He's in like next Tupac. Na- I don't know about all that, but... Yeah, I think um, White Clef said that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, so you have, like, the acclaim. Let's see him. I'm talking about, like, mega successful. 
as like, successful as you could be. Like those two, I could see being. Okay, because I'm thinking about more like game changers for the future. Game? Who's who have been game changers in the past? Drake. Aside from him. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. You see people Damn. coming up aside from Chance and Young Thug that could be game changers to that level. And what do you define as game changing? Makes I guess it make a different album that's 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 different from what's coming out. I, um, see, that, yeah, that's a hard question. Well, Young Thug will definitely, definitely do that. Yeah, I'm that. seeing country snippets. The young, beautiful. <laughs> I'm all for it. What's that? Is? Easy breezy, beautiful thugger girl. Yeah, he's better. He <laughs> you know, that, don't have country music. I can't. I'm like I can't. But whatever, whatever. If it works, it works. If it's hot, I'll listen to it. But I don't know. That's like Nelly trying to cross over to country music. Yeah. It's all in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's just something that I, I have to feel when I listen to your music. Like when I listened to So Far Gone, I felt like that was a reinventation of hip hop at the time. Like it was something that new. It was a new experience that mm-hmm. I never felt before listening to hip hop. Like J. Cole, the come up. I've never heard someone spit like that. And storytelling wise, you know, I, there was no one at the time doing it. And Kendrick listening to his stuff, the way he was rapping, you know, it, it, it made me want to listen to him. Not so much of what he was saying, but how he was saying it. And like Big Sean, Super Duper Lemonade, when we was listening to that for the first time, and we was like, who the hell is this? Yeah, but he had a lot of ways to go. He, no, he, he did. eventually got there, but <laughs> he, he took a there. lot of twists and turns. He did, but that as I mean, yeah, he, he should have. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I'm glad he found his little his niche at this point. So like these people I'm naming now, um, I found this new dude. Uh, he has a song called "Just Like You." And it's basically saying, like, in the video, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's his son. It's him and his three boys. They're sitting there smoking, doing whatever. And the son gets up and starts reciting the lyrics to the mm. the, the rapper. He's like, I don't want to be like you. I'm not trying to be no drug dealer, no rapper who think he's going to be trapping all the time. Like, I'm not a loud mouth. I'm not. I'm going to go to school. And that song, like, that's only one song. And I feel like his whole tape is going to be great just because of the content and the way it made me feel that and russ makes me pause makes me feel like that davies makes me feel like that don q makes me feel like that like it's a new refreshing sound um so it brought me back to when 808s came out and how like that changed the game and i'm trying to see now what what's going to change the game this time around like in terms of crossover or just uh, talent talent just talent especially with all this shit that's out like yeah yeah little uzi vert yeah playboy cardi uh yadi uh whatever's playing right now everything sounds the same so you think so sort of like i can't listen to everything sounds the same though if I go, I on, just think we have access to too much. Like I'm looking at this last freshman cover. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got Yachty and Uzi, but then we got like Davies, uh-huh. Denzel Curry, G Herbo, Kodak, Twenty One Savage. You like Kodak? Anderson Pack. I do. Yeah. Yeah, but they're all different. Like Anderson the first Pack. two, they're different sections of like that cover. Mm-hmm. They're like three different. You got the New York rapper. You got the two that people claim are mumble rap, but then G Herbo, Twenty One Savage, Kodak. They're all like different. 
you know, little Dicky. Oh, little Dicky. They're yeah. all like different. They're all different in their own right. Yeah. So I'm just saying, there's a lot of variety. I think Denzel Curry, I don't really like. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, there's a, a lot of options musically. No, yeah, you just have to filter what you agree. Actually, I had another question um, before we do this, but Mac Miller. Uh huh. How do you feel about Mac Miller? I have select songs from him, but um, I couldn't say like I'm the craziest fan. He's one of the first people to be independent. Oh yeah, then I respect his business ethic. I feel like he's a mogul too. He's a he's an OG too in his own right. I agree. When that, I agree. He is. And very underrated. So I was just looking at these different colors. No, no. I gotta check out that list too, cause I keep seeing like people on Instagram trying to send their shit, like be the f- in the freshman, uh, 2017. Like I think Casanova's trying. Oh, that's the the 16. Like the 15 has, oh, Fetty. But aside from that, like Vince Staples, he's gonna be around. Yeah, him too. Oh, I don't know. Who's a? <laughs> I see a kid, kid tank. Rory, Deja Loaf, OG Mako, K Camp, Go Link. Mm-mm. Let's go to the four. The fourteen though, Lil Durk, Chance, Kevin Gates, August Alcina, Lil Bibby, um, Ty Dolla. Oh God, that's the one with um this dude Troy F. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, but not every cover is a one hundred percent. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to get inspiration. Oh damn! Yeah, Cole's on the ten. Yeah, but yeah, it's interesting to see what's happening this this time around. Since there's so much flux of music, I'm interested to see what's gonna happen and who's gonna change the game. I think that's what I'm really looking for. Who's gonna change the game? I just don't know whose run is gonna be better than the one we're currently experiencing. Yeah, and how? Like, how are you gonna top this? I don't think it can be. And I know it's gonna sound like. I'm Ryan's dick or I'm a fanboy, <laughs> but he hasn't been like, it's just every couple of days, a couple, a new tidbit comes out. Like he hasn't been outside the Billboard 100 since 2009. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, imagine me saying that to somebody that like hates him that will just like downplay it. People love to downplay. They just pick and choose what they love to downplay. Yeah. You know? But yeah, in regards to his run, yeah, he hasn't been outside the Billboard 100 in 2000, since 2009. That's not, what, eight years now? Mm-hmm. And he's breaking records from, like, the Beatles. Even before that, like, the streaming, I don't know who's going to, this run, the streaming, billion streams, and the way streaming's going, I just don't know who's going to do it like this. Like, this Rainey's on. I don't see it Like, either. the last person was, like, before him was with Jay, and Jay's run was amazing. I- like yeah. in terms of like album quality and sales, but then this one is like the sales and the numbers just are just continue just to be overwhelming and they keep climbing. So that's why I was trying to wonder who's gonna really break through, like not just on a talent base, but like commercially as well, like mm-hmm. that. I could see Thug, I could see Chance, but I don't know. But you never know. I mean Kendrick is is No, but they're in the same I mean after those oh, people. After those people. After those yeah. people. I don't mention Drake because it's like when you mention like LeBron in terms, those are outliers. Those yeah. are like transcendent. 
those are once in like generation types. But aside from that, you know, Cole too has he has a really good fan base. Like imagine what kind of core you gotta build up that you could just really announce your album like a week before and still like go gold without a single or anything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that takes that's even like I mean Drake could do it because he's built but he releases he hasn't he doesn't release like a single. Actually mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop mentioning Drake. <laughs> Cause like look, he is outlier like I said, but like J. Cole literally doesn't release any singles. He just mm-hmm. announces and people go for a whole that's very impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. And that goes platinum. Double platinum. There's no features, no mm-hmm. publicity really. So. Uh, <laughs> that's true it's interesting I don't know who's gonna I mean they each have their own little thing that makes them successful yeah, I think also too it's the way you treat your fan base yeah. and you're growing your fan base cause at the end of the day I remember listening to Drake and then he put on the website Over was coming out Yeah, and like the amount of the excitement we had for just that one that first song he made us excited for that God knows how. Yeah. And like him doing a concert for free in South Street ended up being Armageddon. Yeah. Like, I don't know how he did that. 2010, yeah. I don't know how he did that. And it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how someone can top that, if they can ever top that. Like Michael His, Jackson. No one's going to have this run like that. But in terms of albums, they weren't streaming, didn't. When they were coming up, streaming wasn't a thing yeah. at all. In terms of album sales, that's one thing. Like your rollouts, Apple Music didn't exist. These different yeah. streaming sites. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. They were like the last like megas to break through before, and now we got this new how things are now. Yeah, they brought yeah. the record industry back. I guess right. You could say that or music industry. I am. Yeah, actually, kind of, well, streaming did too. Well, yeah, they did yeah. actually, because people weren't really. It was a time, yeah. People weren't buying albums. Even now, without streaming, like these sales <laughs> would look. That's what I knew, though, in terms of like we were talking earlier about what did I predict or what did I see with um, 808s when it came out. I knew when the streaming rules came out, and then I saw views was twenty tracks. I already knew what the intention was with that. And I've said it a couple of times, like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like you, you throw everything to the wall. Something's gonna stick, stick. and then, but now people, and then my thought process was more people are gonna see this and they're gonna try it. They're gonna pack like an amazing body of work, amazing like ten to twelve track body of work within like twenty to twenty two tracks just to get streams. And I can't knock it, but then it's like the integrity for the music. Where does I get it, but then it's like a lot of things are going to sh- suffer. I'm going to have to treat like a lot of albums like playlists <laughs> and make my own thing, you know? Yeah, like the future. But that's the, I hope everything isn't like that in the future. I think that's how it's going to come down to it, how um, these these artists make these the music yeah. and how they present it. Because you can't, like, that's not going to be flying no more. Like, I mean, I like, Russ did that. What? Russ has a 20, I think he has 22 songs. This is his album. This is his first album he put out. But to con- to go on the other side, he released a whole bunch of songs for the past five years every day. Like he just put out music every day. So this is a collective of his first collection of music that he's presenting 
But I think it's also too streaming numbers. You want those numbers as much as you can get. So it's smart, but I think the ones who figure it out, like Kendrick, 12 songs. But he's not. He already looks like the type that's not going to have his like artistic integrity compromised for like music or sales. He's going to yeah. make the album. And I really respect that, that he wants to make. So I don't really see. He's going to make an album. His last album was like, what, 12 tracks? Yeah. So I don't see him doing that for... Mm-hmm. Drake makes I can see I already saw that. Yeah. It just makes and to the more for what playlist. if you yeah, if you're just like focused on like long term. How long have we been now? Oh wrap up some yeah. Yeah. No, it just makes sense for him, but Trackless coming out, Bryson Tiller has like nineteen, I think. Yachty's album again. Chris Brown forty <laughs> forty tracks, double album. Mm-hmm. Wait, who? Chris Brown. <laughs> I just hope some, you know. Yeah. Work. Let's see. It's interesting time for music, though. Yeah. I'm super excited. And anybody who's a child listening to this, be, you have be no s- idea what <laughs> life we used to be like. Because we're right there on that bridge mm-hmm. at 26. We're right there on that bridge. But hey, move with the times. Mm-hmm. Anything else on your mind? That says that was covered it, you know. Jarrell, we miss you. Yeah, this was a relless pod, but <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> we, yeah, you're enjoying getting sand between your toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a little bottle of uh, tequila. <laughs> and uh, don't drink none of that water. Yeah, like don't touch the water, yeah. Yeah, you might end up hallucinating yeah. and in a Mexican <laughs> jail, and we're going to get a call, and we can't get you. So uh, live it up over there. Um, we're going to give him the spiel this week. Oh yeah, Jarrell. yeah. I forgot. I keep forgot. Yeah, I'm resting on my laurels. I forgot Jarrell's not here. Yeah, gotta get an angry Jarrell. So what our listeners gonna do? I was nice to him last week, but <laughs> I gotta get back on him. What they gotta do? What they gotta do, Kev? Rate, 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 <laughs> rate, rate, rate. Subscribe. Uh, but seriously, thank you, everybody. We're getting more and more feedback. We're getting more and more plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just appreciate the support, the good words. Uh, hopefully, what you guys have been hearing, you're encouraged by, motivated, mm-hmm. you laugh, you're entertained, but it makes you think. And hopefully, we just keep continuing to grow. So, again, if you like what you hear, please rate, please subscribe, please spread the word. Mm-hmm. What's and this? Episode 34 in the chamber. We definitely have something here for everybody now. Yeah. And we're getting more people. More people want to come on. More yeah. people want to spread their words, spread their, their projects they're working on. So that definitely helps us. Yeah, there's a lot of people building. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. There's a lot. We're just getting started. Yeah, so. it feels like a new chapter. Yeah. This is it. But thank you again, guys. Uh, Have a. I hope by the time you heard this, you've had a wild but safe Memorial Day weekend. And I hope you're at work right now listening and you're nursing off that hangover from a long <laughs> three-day weekend. Or you just relaxed mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I'm going to find a hybrid this week. <laughs> <laughs> you find, do you. <laughs> and uh, as always, till next week, stay cool. You cool? I'm cool. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. 
It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We coolin' out. 